Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out podcast number six of the Lift, Laugh, Live podcast. Uh, a couple things I wanted to go over. One, uh, I wanted you guys to check out my new website, www.liftlaugh.live. Uh, you can find that on the internet. Um, it's uh, Yeah, it's just a culmination of all of my stuff. You know, uh, my podcasts, my articles, my blogs, my templates, my training services, everything. Everything I do, I put on that website, and you'll find it. Um, Number two, there's a link down below for my newsletter. Uh, This is something I've started a couple weeks ago, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on it. And it's essentially a weekly update of what I'm doing. Um, It gives you all of everything I create for the week in one place. And I also, you know, give you a little bit of a, an update of what I'm doing and what my plans are and whatnot. And uh, finally, the best part is I always give out deals. Every week I give a coupon uh, for my services. This week, uh, because it was, well, now actually it was not really Black Friday at all anymore, but um, it was my Black Friday deal is uh, buy six weeks of training, get another six for free. And it's it's an awesome deal, and I hope you guys sign up and take full advantage of it because I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do it for. But uh, as always, I hope you guys enjoy this. This was a lot of fun to make. This was a lot of fun to create, and this was right after episode number five where we recorded with Barbell Voodoo's Roy Mangrum. And we were so pumped up, we just decided to record another one. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy this, and I will talk to you in the next one or soon. Or if you're one of my clients... I'll probably email you right now because that's what I'm doing. I do all that sorts of crazy shit. So uh, sit back, enjoy, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Sam Brown and Amanda doing a road trip. No, road trip podcast. I am driving. And Amanda is riding shotgun. And where are we coming back from? Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Woo-wee. And uh, what did we actually just get done doing? This this will be a record for us, by the way. This is two podcasts in one day. I know. No. Mm. We've never done two podcasts in one you day. You sure? Maybe. Pinky promise. Uh, whatever. We've well, done re- one really long one, but we've never done two. Uh. So the first podcast we did was, which I imagine will come up before this one, is we interviewed, sat down and talked to Roy Mangrum of Barbell Voodoo. <clears throat> While we were down here in Nashville, that I, I decided to make it a point to come visit him and to, uh, you know, visit the guy that I've supported for the last couple of years, and he supported me, and it's, it's an awesome relationship that we have, and I, I love coming down here, and Nashville's my favorite place, and now it's Amanda's favorite place, too. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we love it. We love it down here. We love the area. We love the people. And it, the, it's food. A, the food is amazing. <laughs> but what I kind of wanted to talk about while we are <laughs> driving down the road here is... This will be a surprise for me, so... Yeah. I, I, I just want to talk about... This is more for personal personal reasons. Mm. Is starting new. Starting fresh. Starting new. You know, we're, we're at the point in our lives where we're pretty much, you know, about to embark on the Great Crusade to take some famous speech quote. Who's that at? That was uh, like a before D-Day. Oh. About to embark on the, on the Great Crusade. I think it was that Winston Churchill. In a world. Um, but we're thinking about, you know, where we want to start our businesses and where we want to, you know, go to first after college. You know, because after college is it's kind of scary because you live the whole college life. You Some of us. Well, you went to college. <laughs> <laughs> went to many colleges. Right. But I guess the point is that once you are out of college or out of high school or whatever the hell it is you do, is figuring out your direction and what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And we're at the point now where we know what we want to do. We just don't know what direction that'll be. Right. So and I ca- feel like we have an idea of the area that we would ideally like to grow in. Yep. And build in. So now it's just kind of finding it and like visiting the options and feeling them out and seeing if it could, you know, make it a little home. Sure. So on top of that, I I think the first thing you want to do is to figure out what the hell it is you actually want to do or what you want to accomplish. How do you go about doing that? (sighs) That is quite the decision. It is. Um, 
because there are two trains of thought when it comes to that. It's doing what's safe and what gives you the money what right away and gives you the benefits mm-hmm. and you know provides you that safe backbone of to which it, to live your life or to follow a passion or to follow a dream or a mm-hmm. desire and that can be highly unexpected you know highly you, you, you cannot predict what's going to happen when it comes to that right it's also highly um what's the word i'm looking for highly unsupported most of the time highly unsupported and uh hostile volatile yeah it's tough Taking I something mean, from gray's anatomy yeah volatile what is it was Vo- that what? that was talking about her uh her, her uterus her uterus yeah. hostile, hostile uterus yeah um <laughs> <laughs> sorry we're only on season 10 oh my gosh i'm not navigating us you're not navigating but it's fine i know where i'm going you do no he's already picked it up we've been here for five days and he's ready i'm a local um <laughs> give me two seconds all right i'll entertain the crowd i'm forgetting what, what we're saying yeah <laughs> no we're just saying how, how do you go about making that decision right how do you figure out if you oh we're gonna need to not have that be vocal um just turn okay the, yeah mute i got I, I, I got perfect well, she's oh, still talking serious babe, so annoying babe. oh we're supposed to go there yes oh is that just the right? do it just whip into it okay sounds good whipping oh, shit. Be careful. whipping we're all right. all right you're good i got you baby we're not going nowhere <sighs> this is why you don't podcast and drive we're doing this for your entertainment don't only. tell my mom <laughs> well you're not driving you're safely passengering she's gonna be so mad at you <clears throat> sorry gina um, so yeah, how do, how do you figure out what you want to do? You know, how do you okay. figure out where you want to go? I think these are two different questions. The second one's going to build off of that. It's the first question. Let's how do it. you know what you want to do? And then how do you decide to <clears throat> pick one of the two paths? Right. Um, so how do you decide what you want to do? Do you think that that's something that the idea of college is supposed to teach you that? Unless you are, you get out of the womb and you're like, I want to be this, but you take all those general education courses um, to figure out what you want to do. Sure, I'm I'm a big proponent or a, a, a supporter of college, and I'm not a big well non. <laughs> well, no, not necessarily. I don't think it's for the reasons that people think. Like the degree will get you a job necessarily, or get you the knowledge. I think the experience of college itself. Uh, you know, waking up at a weird time, going to class, having a routine, figuring your things out, having to make decisions on your own mm-hmm. in a supported in a supported environment, such as college. Because worst case scenario, you, you, for most of us, parents would, you know, I'd say most of us. I mean, not even the rich kids can really talk on this one. But <laughs> with student loans and whatnot, you have a certain safety net per se when it comes to the college experience. But I. I like college because of the fact that you can experiment with what your passions are, with what mm-hmm. you find interesting, that sure. I don't think you would be able to have the opportunities if you did not go. I'm not saying that the degree itself is going to guarantee you a mm-hmm. job, but I think the fact that it's like, okay, you need to pick your classes and you need to pick a major and you need to pick what you want to learn that's what i think is beneficial about college i think i would go on the complete opposite end and disagree with the whole thing but that's fine because you made it through college and i um almost did but i've learned more outside of the classroom um than i have in the actual institution and maybe it's because i never um had that routine like you were saying like you have a passion for what you were doing I didn't develop it in college. I went to college to build upon the passion right. I found in real life. Okay. Well, so, but not a lot of people have that opportunity. No, no, no. So that's what I'm saying. For sure. The idea of college is to give you that room to wiggle and try stuff. So I think that's that's good for sure. Yeah. Um, but I also think, and I think maybe it is a necessary thing for most people because at 18, you kind of are just flopping around and you don't have maybe the drive to kind of find a passion. You sure. just you know, um, would get into an easy routine of like you get a job at Burger King or whatever and hang out after yep. high school if you don't have a desire yet. So I think maybe college does force you to see a lot of different things. So I'm not against it 100%. Um, I just know that, I don't know, I found mine outside of the institution. But Right, absolutely. And, and as always, anything we say, experiences may vary. Right. But I think if you are truly intrinsically motivated or intrinsically passionate about something 
there is a lot of opportunity to find those mm-hmm. people in a college environment. Right. Frankly, uh, the colleges I went to, I learned quite a bit. I went to URI and then Providence College. But what I enjoyed most about uh, the experience was like what Amanda said. I did not learn in the classroom. I learned on my own experiences. You know, my first degree was communications. And it sounds really stupid and sounds really simple. But being able to understand how to talk to people better and to communicate with people better has been one of the most beneficial things that I've ever learned. And I learned that not through the curriculum of URI as much. I learned it through having to manipulate, I manipulate, bleh, manipulate my surroundings in a way. Some like, sort of communication. Right. But communicating with people to be like, okay, look, we have all these group projects. And if we want to graduate, we need to collaborate and work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, college definitely puts you in an environment to learn a lot of different For skills. For sure. Um, but like but we can both agree on that life experience trumps the majority of that shit Mm -hmm. for sure. But, uh, I, I do know that a lot of people don't have those resources that, you know, some people may have had or the intrinsic motivation to go out and find it. Like I said, you can be comfortable. That's a good word. It's my word of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see if I can use it again, at least three more times. Um, if you listen to our next podcast or our last podcast with Roy Mangrum, you'll know the idea of throwing spaghetti. Yes, and that was the theme of that one. We should yep. call it that. Throwing spaghetti so with Roy Mangrum. Yeah. Oh, note to self, throwing spaghetti. That was a good one. Awesome. Okay. And this Sorry. will be the the intrinsic motivator. Sure, we can. Yeah, as long as we say intrinsic, a bunch will be all right. Three more times. Done. Um, but yeah, unless you are, like I said, intrinsically motivated at 18 to find a passion, or you have one building inside of you. Yep. I think it did. Um, you know, college will be good for you then. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the the bottom line of that first portion is you need to find that motivation and drive. And not necessarily motivation as much as dedication and, you know, a want, or maybe a desire. Interest. Um, a desire. Yeah, because you have to take X amount of... Um, what are they called? The first courses or whatever. Janets. Yeah. And, but they're so all over the place that it forces you to see other things. Cause maybe, I mean, my major was first communications too. I wanted to do, um, new, I wanted to be a news reporter. Interesting. Right. And, but then all of a sudden I'm in like nutrition 101 was a required course. And so it was like random things like art history. And like, I would have never taken those classes you know yep. if I didn't have to so I think in that sense college is good to give you an array of things that you may not even know you would be interested in right so and I would have to say from my own personal experience the number one thing that you should do if you're in a college class and you're interested in the field in which you're studying is to sit down with your professors or the doctors on campus in that field and just have a conversation with them as yeah make friends adults, with them for as sure. humans you know don't you're not a student to a professor or a doctor you are a person to a person you know, finding out things about the field that you may not know or you may not have experience with and that will paint a better picture of what you want to do and who Mm -hmm. you want to be. I know that was one of the first things I did when I went to PC, uh, when I actually had to go to the the main campus itself, to sit down and have a conversation with some of the doctors that uh, I take classes with and to be like, okay, what do you do? Like, what do you do in the field? Like, what makes what you do interesting to mm-hmm. you what do you enjoy about the field what do you hate about the field what do you or what did you do when you were my age like how did you get to this right point? how did you become how yeah. did, were you like hey i want to be a doctor right. i want to be a doctor of counseling or i want to be a doctor of nutrition right. or i want to be a doctor of dietetics or whatever yeah. whatever it may be there they have a story and the more mm-hmm. stories and experiences you can absorb either mm-hmm. by yourself or through other people yeah you know through them listening to them and understanding them will give you you know the direction and, and right I can talk from outside of the classroom and experience just like that, but finding it on my own terms um, because that's all that I did. I went to class because I found that I wanted to study nutrition and food. So I stand by for a second. Sorry to interrupt. Can you put that on your lap so we can just kind of read the, make sure, because I think we only have about an hour of recording left on this SD card. Yep. Does it say on the bottom, I think? Oh, yep. 53. Okay, cool. So this will be like an hour long one. mm -hmm. So. Sorry, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. Um, so you found those resources as in the form of your professors or the people on campus. Um, 
now then I would say that I found them and I made sure I was always in a room with someone smarter than me or in a room with someone who was doing what I wanted to do but I would have to find that out on my own so it was right. either whether you were googling or you kind of you join you could join BNI groups I use the Google. can you explain what BNI is for yeah, people that don't know what the hell that um, is cuz I people that use acronyms tend sorry. to use a lot of use acronyms I have a lot of acronyms in okay, my life so um BNI honest to god what does it even stand for right now business networking something i don't know but it's a room it's usually really early in the morning or late at night maybe seven o'clock at night or 6 a.m and a bunch of people who own their own businesses are in the same room and you just kind of hang out but they're people from every different so walk it's a networking of life it's a networking event yep okay. and it's usually wednesday mornings at 6 a.m at panera or something and it's every week right and um there's people from everything so there's plumbers there's like um I don't know, graphic designers, there's people, real estate, like everyone who kind of has their own brand to promote, but then you also use all of those people as now your people. So that's my plumber now, you know what I mean? Right. So you kind of, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. So when they need something, you know, they'll send people to me because that's yep. not their business, you know, but you just build that network and that's a huge place to start if you ever start something on your own because it's a room of like-minded people and it's not a competitive area. So Which is hard. Or right, because people in business. What or was the first thing that we said? Doing your own thing is so unsupported. Yeah, I still as struggle. opposed to getting a job. I, I definitely still struggle with that, like that competitive, like I want to get, like I want to, you know, yeah, fight people but, more than I want to. Right, and what I found is the you scratch my back, I scratch your thing goes an infinite amount farther than being like, oh my God, she likes food too. You know what I mean? Like I'm the only one who can like food in this area or something. But like, right. like we were talking about with Roy, like partnering with them and being like, let's expand our horizons. Like you have this amount of people who follow you, like put me on your blog or I'll post up your thing. And now yep. let's work together and expand our network. And that's pretty much what those are about. So that's where I started. Um, and then, like I said, there would be, um, maybe I would read a book. Um, like Robert Kiyosaki is probably my first and favorite author and if he's doing a course or if he's doing anything like I would drive there like I would drive the three hours to go and talk to him um, like Damon John from Shark Tank was another big one like I made sure I'm in the same room as them if they're anywhere near me and if not whatever you take a Saturday and you drive really far and I did that like every Saturday from since I was 18 and I was just finding a way, I was reading books and I'm finding out what those people who do what I want to do, what's your favorite book? You know what I mean? Like, what are you, what's your morning routine like? And then my morning routine becomes theirs. Um, I was listening so, to a podcast. Sorry. No. Uh, so essentially what you're saying is find successful people and mirror them. And mimic their them for sure. Yeah. Fake it until you make it. You walk like them. You dress like them. You, t you say exactly what they say. You eat the same breakfast as them. Do exactly what they do. And that's, you turn into them. So you find that motivation or you find that Well, that's exactly structure. how you found with your professors because they know what they're talking about. Like I said, my professors are that's people out. That's questionable on all of them, though. Well, there are a few yes. of my professors that have their well, head in the ass. Me, too. So yeah. I, was, I wasn't finding that relationship in my, in my schooling. So I had, to, I had to see where the successful people were because I was like, this lady doesn't even do what I want to do. Like, why is she my teacher? Right. You know? And I was like, she's just getting the paycheck and clicking the PowerPoint slides. So that wasn't someone I wanted to utilize so I had to go outside of it and that's where I would find them for sure and then you find out who they listen to and then you go like I remember going with the person that I thought was my mentor with them to a bigger person's thing and right. it was just like so cool I'm like oh my gosh like I get to sit front row of whatever this huge event is like a Brian Tracy or like Jim Rohn stuff like big people he's dead but I didn't go to Jim Rohn but that's who I listened to um with the person that I thought was the coolest person ever. So right. then I was going with them to their coolest person ever. So it's essentially just, just finding... It's networking. It's finding experiences. And, yeah, and picking people's brains who, like I said, are where you are because they didn't just do that overnight. Right. It's like, you know, they tell you, like I said, the stories where they live out their cars and you have to do this and you have to, like, invest this. It might hurt a little bit, but that's what I did and because that's when you work, like when you have skin in the game kind of thing. And that's right. where I learned all of my stuff from is just putting myself in rooms with people who are a lot smarter than me and who do what I want to do. See, that would be difficult for me because I don't think there are rooms big enough for people that are smarter than me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would need like the fucking Coliseum. Hey, I would be 
ugh, I, that would be like my element. I'd be like, oh my God, just talk to me. Like fill my brain with something. And I, and I think something that is, you know, understood, well, not necessarily understood. It, it's a common sense thing. Do more listening than talking. Just sit oh, your in whole front of first couple of years are you're straight silent. Up, straight up sit in a room with silent. people and shut the fuck up. Yep. Because frankly, they know what they're doing and you don't. Mm-hmm. So learn. And that's a big step for people to be able to do too because it's hard to kind of drop Everybody the ego. Everybody loves their own voice. Yeah, drop the ego and be like I don't know anything but I'm so willing to learn and be coachable. Like tell me to do 10 burpees when I wake up in the morning, I'm doing them. If right. I can become this, you know what I mean? Like that I'll do 10 burpees in the morning. But I that I I think that we also need to realize that you by mimicking their behavior, you are developing patterns and you are developing skills and whatnot. But you still need to know what you want. Oh, of course. You know, you can't lose sight of your passion and your drive. Right. Because there may be something, it's like, okay, well, I wake up every day at four o'clock in the morning and blah, blah, blah. But if you're a chef or something and you work till three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. in the kitchen, you know what I mean? So yeah. there are certain I things that you just need to, you need to. Each person that you have in your or, life yeah, right. gives you, you need a little to, nugget that you take in kind of. Right. You need to form your own. your own patterns and your own mm-hmm. traditions. But I think you also can find them in those moments. Because oh, right. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not I remember listening to people who it's like, wake up at 430, start your day two hours earlier. You're ahead of everybody. And I can't. I can't. So, like, that's not yeah. my mojo, even though right. I will still follow but them. But if you're not going to try it, you won't know. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I did. Like I said, I if someone tell me to jump, like, I'm jumping with them. So I would do it. And then I'm like, nah, that's not really where I'm best. Like, uh, maybe I'm not super, like active at four in the morning my brain's not really there yet but maybe i'm really good at whatever time i don't know but how else are you going to figure yourself out and i think they just kind of give you a direction and like i said you take little bits from each person yeah and and in a lot of these situations like not to bring it back to college or whatever but a lot of people during their college years think that they're just going through the paces you know going through the steps like take this tech this take this class take this class blah 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 and uh, they just, you know, kind of blindly go through the motions. But the best thing for you to do is to, like we, like we said, ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, break the mold. Like, you, just because you're sitting in class for an hour and a half every other day or whatever the hell you do, doesn't mean you can't email the professor. Shit. Mm-hmm. If he gives you a phone number, call them. Yeah. Call them. Ask them oh questions. Oh, my gosh. Can we please go back to calling people, 21st century people? <laughs> right. Come on. No more I texting. Would, you know what I would rather do? I would rather just knock on their door. I would set yeah. up a time for office hours and be like, okay, you said you have time for 30 minutes. I'm going to ask you questions for 30 minutes. I told you. I'd be like, can I hang out with you for 10 minutes? I'm like, let me buy you coffee. And you do the yeah, thing where you take them out for a beer and you pay for it. Right. And you at, and that's your what you're getting from that 10 minutes is so much more than the $2 coffee that you think you can't afford to buy them. You know, and you have to figure out the currency of your, you know, of your situation, of your people. When I was in the fishing industry, if I wanted to have a conversation with a boat or a captain or whatever, or, you know, someone who runs a processor, I would buy them donuts. Donuts in the world of fisheries and seafood is the currency. You will open up so many doors with a dozen donuts. I think it's kind of donuts. universal. I would take donuts to talk right. to someone. But I'm just saying, like, if but you're, yeah, you I know, understand. like, in a... You got to feel them out. Yeah, exactly. You have to understand who you're dealing with. And yeah. you have to have those skills to be able to understand, like, hey, I know that this person, one of my doctors or professors, enjoys the same coffee every day. Show up and get them mm-hmm. a coffee and ask them questions, mm-hmm. you know? You know, being nice is... is I think underrated. Well, like I'm saying, 21st century children, we, you have to bring back that that relationship building technique that we don't have anymore because we're just swiping and finding relationships over a text message. Like you have to go out first and like, you know what I mean? Like coffee, bring back the coffee dates and stuff. And people are surprised. And then I think they take you more seriously if you're not just like, e- I don't know, like email them, hi, can I talk to you? Like, can I ask you a question? Like email me back. Like if you show up at their door, and you have a coffee in your hand, you know, just bring it back to like old school relationship building, whether it's with a significant other or with a, it, like a prospective person you want to work with. Like Right. And not only that, but on top of that, in terms of the courtesy and whatnot, if you're going to write an email, if that is the mode of communication, please write it like a letter. And please spell your words right. Spell your don't words correctly. Don't use the correctly. letter U or yeah. LOL. You know, don't. Yeah. You know, capitalize correctly. Take the time because people will see you taking the time on the little things and mm-hmm. take you more seriously when it comes to bigger things too, you know? Yeah. And it 
this is actually a part of what I'm planning for Live, Laugh, Live is, is a form at which people fill out. And it's, you know, if they want to work with me, and it's a sizable form because I want to see a certain level of commitment before, you know, I, I work with somebody yeah. because I know they're serious, you yeah. know, because if you just write out a quick email saying, hey, can we talk or something, mm-hmm. they're probably not going to respond or they're not going to take you seriously enough to take time out of their day right. to fill you in on things, you know. Yep. Because you really have to present yourself in a way that is, you know, that you are serious. Mm-hmm. That you are willing to put the time in on the little things and then build from there. Mm-hmm. So I think this this talk in general, I was like kind of stepping back and listening to it, is for people who want more out of life and kind of like giving our two ends of experience with how to go about it. Right. We, we definitely don't do everything right and I've fallen on my face plenty of times but um, this is definitely geared towards people who want to take that jump and don't really know how to start and that right. kind of leads into that second question of um, how do you decide whether you want to after your institutional education that you quote unquote have to get um, or like what's your next step you know do you go against the grain and start your own thing or do you go into the safety area and kind of get into your routine and get a little maybe stuck or comfortable um which could be dangerous but um but if that's your thing then that's exactly your thing. that's what i'm like saying so this is for the people who maybe want to break the mold that they think and there's nothing wrong with doing either things because we need people to work at certain places but um yeah. uh, and you know what and if honestly if this doesn't even interest you in the slightest you're probably not even listening to this right now and if <laughs> you are listening to it because there's something in your brain that's like, okay, I can do so much more. Right. And I, and I'm not a huge fan of this, but I'm going to toot my horn a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I am down in Nashville for the second time in a year just to have an hour long conversation with one of the guys that I truly idolize in the fitness industry mm-hmm. because he was able to build something that I am so passionate and interested in is building your company in the fitness industry mm-hmm. and starting from nothing and, 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 we just had an hour and a half conversation and I, me and Amanda both like drove across the country essentially. I flew half of it and then drove the rest. <laughs> but the idea is still the same is, is making that commitment of time, effort, money to yeah. be in front of the people that, you Put know, yourself out there. Exactly. And I, and I am so pumped that he wanted to do that and he's, he's so interested in, yeah, in talking with chat. us and, uh, I, 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 it was just a relationship that I've been trying to build for such a long time. And I respect what Roy and Barbell Voodoo do mm-hmm. because they are doing their own thing and don't give a shit who knows. Like they are all about their own, dis- their own designs, their own colors. It's like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Like that, we're not going to change what we're doing, you know, be all flip floppy yeah. and whatever. Like we are what we are and we're going to continue that path. And mm-hmm. if you like it, follow along. If you don't get fucked, Perfect. <laughs> you know, but like like I said, it, you just have to put the time and effort and money. Mm-hmm. And money, it does take money. And I'm sorry, it, so, you well, have to do what perfect, you need to do to I get money. Perfect, because I was going to say, there's, um, I would say that it's pretty much impossible to do something without having some sort of um, tangible income. So you have to have a job while you're building yourself. Sure. Um, and that's not, I'm not saying like walk into your boss tomorrow and say, I quit and then just start from nothing. Having that job and working the day job um, to kind of support your business is key in the first couple of years until it gets to the point that you can walk away. Yeah, you have to um, nurse it. So I'm not saying that those two paths of the go get a job or start your own thing are that diverse because you do need some sort of stability to build your own thing. So I'm not bashing jobs at all. Um, I'd bash them on a long-term run because essentially I don't want to listen to somebody else forever, but you kind of have to suck it up at the beginning and just do what you have to do. Well, I, I forgot who said this, but it's either you're following your dream or helping somebody else build theirs. Right. So I don't know. For me personally, I would love to build my own dream and right. I'm doing it. So. But at the same time, you have to put in the, you know, the dirty work so you can have the tangible money to do other things. So it's not, I'm not trying to make it an unrealistic dream of making that jump. Like you have to still be pretty real. And the tax man is going to be knocking right. at your door regardless of what your dream is right. too. So like there is I that level of sensibility. for 12 years. Like that is not glamorous at all. I worked on a fishing boat. Right. So right. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but you just got to keep, you have to. Don't work 40 hours for someone else and go home and not work for yourself. Right. I understand that for sure. But um, 
yeah, what what you what we really wanted to just hammer home is the fact that having a dream is great, but action speaks louder than words mm-hmm. and putting the time and effort into finding out your passion is the way to go. So how do you get that big dream into an action plan? Work backwards. Take your end goal. Mm-hmm. Take steps, you know, and then kind of break it apart. Figure right. out how you get to that point, and yeah. uh, you know, and, and and you write shit down. Write shit down, and keep writing shit down, and write Gosh, out new ideas. I feel like I raised him. Ugh. Oh, jeez. No, I dad. just love what you're saying. It's <laughs> so perfect. I'm older than you. How the fuck are you? God, <laughs> it's, it's music to my ears. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sounds great. No, I, I, I just know that no one has really you know, told me what to do when it comes to live, laugh, live and how to go about doing things. And I, like, especially in the startup, I, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I still don't, and I'm still building, but, um, I do know that it's, it's my baby. It's my passion and you just do what's necessary, you know, mm-hmm. whether or not it's successful in the, in the prime being, you just got to keep hammering away at it. Mm-hmm. So first thing, you get yourself... Well, um, first thing, I got to get the fuck away from... Oh, <gasps> boy. Jesus. This truck is not very good. Okay. I'm gonna we're alive him. here. Yeah, we're good. This um, truck almost ate shit, though. He's huh. confused. Sure is. Uh, okay. First thing I would say is to get a whiteboard and get a journal. And the first thing you kind of do is just just let your brain go and just write everything down. And I wouldn't put limits on it. I would just like whatever, wherever you no, are. I would say before that, put your phone across the fucking room and don't <laughs> touch it. That do. Because it's, it's as soon as it buzzes, you're like, who's that? Like yeah. your brain shifts. Like yeah. you can't, as much as people want to think you can multitask, what you're doing is truly putting about 50% of your brain right on any so yeah, given thing. Go into a, an empty room, close the door and just kind of, and it, I feel like it's so exciting to me, like, um, and I just want to, like, inspire people to dream again because I think, like, we kind of put that that ceiling and people kind of crush us when you get out of college because, like, you have to go into that routine, like, automatically. And then um, you're kind of, like, put in this. We're fine. 35. Cool. Awesome. Um, I don't know. You just kind of put, like, with this. What's it called? What is this thing called? Like a restriction. What, I don't glass know. Ceiling? As to how big you can really think at that point, because now you got to get to work and you got to, you have to pay your bills. So, um, so then your dreams kind of get smaller and smaller and smaller because right. you're like, there's no way I can like, I don't know, go out and start my own business because I have to go show up here every day. So we kind of stop dreaming at some point. And I like, I just think being able to go into that room and just like be freely like expressive of really like what do you want and like where do you want to see yourself what does your house look like because I'm big on like make sure you can visualize things and so you just write all that stuff down and then you put dates on them so you're like when do I want I don't know um when do I want to pay off my student loans or something so we can we'll roll with that goal um so you put September of 2018 or 2025 at this rate with the rate of these schools. But, um, and then you have to figure out how much money does that cost? So say it's $35,000 and by 2025, you want $35,000 paid off. How, what does that equate to you like saving or putting towards it on a monthly, like weekly, daily kind of thing. And you just work backwards. Like you were saying with that, with everything, when you've attached a date to it. So like, when do you want to buy a house? You know what I mean? Like how much money do you need? Because you, you can have these huge, big dreams, but then you kind of have to set little deadlines and realistic stuff to them so you know what you're aiming towards. Does right. that make sense? No, absolutely. It makes sense. Because it's I, not just going to happen, obviously. Like, as much as I love the law of attraction, you can dream stuff all day, but you have to, then you have to get real and you have to kind of turn it into a math problem sometimes. And yeah, just be like, what do I have to do to get that much money or whatever, whatever the goal is? Right. And like you were saying, it, 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 and the bottom line on that is if you don't put the steps in place, it's not right. nothing's going to happen, right. regardless of So your we can desires. have fun and, like, draw out your kitchen and your dream home and stuff, but then how do you get that, you know? Right. So. And you have to realize that you are the one that's going to be putting those steps into action, those plans right. into action. So be realistic about your dates 
Um, mm-hmm. And because you know yourself, you know your routine, you know, and be maybe, honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, your income, you know, like how much could you put away or whatever. So you have to really, like I said, you know yourself, you know your situation. And then that's that's your goal, you know. And you have to internally weigh out different things. Like, for example, if you want to save X amount of money before you're 30, what you are going to realize is you have to forego things mm-hmm. such as vacations or going out or... Coffees every day. Right. Cigarettes. There, people are still smoking. The uh, I forgot what law this was, but... There is energy is not created nor destroyed in a chemical reaction, okay. meaning that it's not like you can create the resources out of nothing, out of no right. effort. You know, the, if you're going to change something, you need to have the building blocks for it as mm-hmm. opposed to things just coming out of nowhere. And 99% of the time, if something's, if you don't have that thing right now, it's because you need to change what you're doing. Because if you were doing the right thing or working towards it, you'd probably have those things. So right. you have to change some of your habits. So And that's tough for people because a lot of people don't want to commit to that either. Like whether it is giving up the coffee every day or, you know, not going out every um, night of the weekend or whatever. You have to make those sacrifices in the beginning. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it really is. It's, it's habit forming. It's building habits. Like we've talked, shit, we've talked about this multiple times now is building healthy habits for whatever your goals are. Mm-hmm. Healthy, realistic habits. Yeah, because realistic you can't be like, I'll run six miles a day and right. eat a salad every day for this. And that. And it's like, if that's unrealistic or you do not have the capabilities of doing that, you need to start smaller. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with sm- no, starting small. small, manageable goals. That is how you get there. Like I said, daily, weekly, monthly, like little things that you do every day that turn into those big things because they really do, but you have to kind of alter your days a little bit. Um, right. Say like, here's a great goal for any, that anyone can do because I think reading books is so critical to self growth and just learning about other things. Um, think about like what else you could learn if you, you know, kind of stepped out of your, your little routine and say you wanted to start learning how to, I don't know, I don't know, study nutrition use that for example if you read 10 pages a day from a book of any type you've read over 3,000 pages in a year like that's a whole course book you know like you could study that's a more, whole that's a, that's a, that's that's a, a nutrition ton. book but <laughs> no I'm just kidding 3, no, pages? exactly so think about how many books you could have right. read and how much more knowledge you have 10 pages a day is so well, real if you think if you, all right if you let's break that down because we're all about concrete realistic Breaking goals it down say a textbook for a class is what 300 400 pages right and you get one book per class you read 10 classes worth That's of what I'm books saying, you can self-educate yourself on and any a master's topic. program is yeah. roughly 12 to 14 courses right That's so what I'm saying. you, you, you have go. like another degree by the right. end of the year so I mean that's how you break down goals like or what if you want to study another language or something like 10 pages a day 10 minutes a day yeah, my the real advice for that would be to start when you're like seven yeah well when they're like two you just mold them yeah. into these little bilingual so if you're two years artists. old listening to this start being yes. bilingual or trilingual <laughs> do yeah. it now they really are so moldable but yeah that's exactly that's perfect so you want to read more or you want to know more about a certain topic break it down and that's exactly how you'd break it down 10 10 pages a day the end of the year you've read over 3,000 pages of a whole new topic that you would have thought was so far you know what I mean like how could I know nutrition if I've only done business or whatever right. um, or vice versa like I was I was not in business school and how do I start a business you know mm-hmm. that's when you read books on business and that's all that I did so I think reading books is a good place to start for anyone um, and we're in we're huge proponents of I keep saying proponents I don't even know if that's the right word have you said that yet I've said that twice so far uh, and I think I even said it during Roy's podcast that's too. Your I don't word know of the day I don't know if that's actually the right fucking word but 76a 76a got it um, no it, it actually read books like physical books like I, I yeah, for I me like personally like yeah absolutely and then you can highlight ugh yeah, I, love, I really love books <laughs> I'm such a big nerd but then everyone wants my books because I've ripped them to shreds and I've highlighted the good nuggets and I'm circling and I'm like this and I bookmark pages people are like oh my god I love stealing your books because they've already like you know they kind of just got all the good stuff out of them but right I don't know books so that's my first idea for 
changing yourself <laughs> books <laughs> and books. audios audios are a game changer as well podcasts or anything like i said people and that are doing what you like or whatever i mean i think a lot more energy needs to be put in two directions one of which is being nice to people mm. genuinely nice to people and i'm not talking about like fake bullshitty like hey who are you like just really like not genuine i'm talking put yourself in their situation and i and and it's more so when for example you see somebody being a jerk in their everyday life like they're doing something they're being an asshole on the road understand that they may be going to the hospital to right. check on their child who's yeah. dying or you know their their w- wife is in labor or someone's in trouble mm-hmm. and you just don't know everybody has a story and everybody is going through shit and everybody needs to be cognizant of that mm-hmm. and understand that just because it doesn't affect you doesn't mean it doesn't affect somebody else so number one be nicer and more caring to people. And Number I think, two. Wait, the first place you could uh, start with that. Sorry. Yeah. This is just how I did is, and I've talked about it in my, some of my videos. Um, when you do ask people, how are they like mean it and make sure they understand that you mean it too. So it's ask not like them what's going on, right? Like, like not good. How are you? But like, you don't know no one really answer sometimes. Like it's like, hi, how are you? But no one says the answer. Cause like, it's just like a phrase, you know, right. like if you genuinely mean, how are you? And then you kind of start talking by then, but make them know that you mean it when you're talking right. to them. Absolutely. So that would be um, my first step. Just ask people how they are and mean it, you know? Right. And give them back your real answer too. Like open up and let that line of communication be open. Yep. And so that's number one yes, for me. Sorry. Number two would be pure, unadulterated action. Just, and I'm going to use my my <laughs> call sign here, my, my slang, so when I'm going to do something and I don't know what... The, results going to be I call it slamming my dick against the door or slamming my dick against the wall (laughs) because like you don't really you're just trying something you don't know if it's going to work you don't know what the hell's going on Mm -hmm. but you just have to go you have to act Mm -hmm. and I think there is something to be said about you know and I don't mean this in a sexist way or anything but be a fucking man like be a fucking alpha get some shit done Mm -hmm. figure it out as you go you're gonna screw up you're gonna fail yep but you need to understand that you are in control of you yep. and no one else is going to do it for you. So get the fuck up. Yeah. Listen to some pump up music. Do what you got to do mm-hmm. and act. You're scared. You're nervous. I, I understand that. But you need to move mm-hmm. forward. If you're not moving forward, Perfect. you're stale. You're yeah. stagnant and you're dying. So my two words off of that would just be to show up and um, showing up physically, but showing up mentally to yourself and I use this in any type of situation, like show up to your life, you know, like show up to your relationship, like be present and like be there every day and just be there for yourself every day. Like don't just go through the motions. So like taking action and just showing up to things like don't skip right. out on your workout. Don't skip out on the BNI group because it's at 6 a.m. Like show up, put the time in and that's your two steps forward every day. But you have to show up every time. Right. That's my two and- and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna add. Uh, shit! I had a number three, but it's fucking gone. We'll get it. Oh, it was so good. Recap. What's number one? Recap number one. Number one is be nice. Yeah. Be more of a caring person. Number two. Number two. Take action. Show up. To take action. Number three. number three. Nope. It's gone. It's gone forever. Sorry, folks. Hmm. Shit. It'll come back to me. I don't. Okay. Or it won't. Um. Something that I thought of before when we were talking about goals is um. Once you've committed to them, like make them your oh, own. Oh, I figured it out. Stop. Oh. I got it. <laughs> Number three. Number three. Give shit away. Okay. What I mean by that is if you're starting a business, you're going to give shit away for free. Yeah. You're going to. A hundred percent. You definitely have to take that little hit to um, get exposure, you get people to, to try things, get testimonials. Not, yeah. Not only on top of all of that, it's also the idea of... And it kind of goes back to number one. You're being a nice person. It's like, oh, if someone is like, hey, I need to work on my diet or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, sure, I'll, I'll make you a program. That's yep. fine. I've done that plenty of times. You know, I, I really think that showing somebody that you're willing to provide a service or mm-hmm. something. Is it A or B? A. A. You're willing to provide that service and you're so passionate about helping people that you'll do it f- without 
even charging anything, mm-hmm. I think they will be more likely to pay you. Yeah. Well, and you have to kind of build up that reputability too. So I remember my first um, couple beer. of. Man, I remember my first beer. I don't. Compared um, to what? Um, my first, definitely my first, like biggest success stories, I did for free, and but I would have never. Um, we're good. I would have never. I will. Okay. Um, gotten to this point if I hadn't done that. If I had automatically off the bat started charging hundreds of dollars for a right. program, no one would, like what do I have to hold? You know sure. what I mean to show for it. Mm-hmm. So I had to create those testimonials and create the success stories and show people that this works and you know gain that kind of following. But I had to do a lot of stuff for free. So at the beginning, it's a lot of maybe you don't see the green yet, and right. you have to know that that is definitely part of the process. But that is also why it's important to have that nine to five to hold you down or whatever the hours are during this time of growing. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I, I think those three are pretty much a solid. Yes. My, base. Um, can I go back to my thought uh, that you ripped me off of? What was your? We have you, 20, 22 you stopped, minutes. You, you stopped. Talking. I know what my thought is, but you said number three. Oh, sorry. Yeah. my be- Well, I wasn't going to forget no, that no. again. I, I, I let you go. Um, it's all part of that being kind thing and listening. Oh, it's also part of that take action thing. Right. Yeah. If you, if you, if you're rolling, <laughs> you got to roll, you got to ride it out. If yep. you feel something, you pull over and you write stuff down or you throw your camera on and you talk to it. I don't know. That's me with my sporadic brain. But, um, when you figure out your goals, you have to commit to them. And now they're, those are, that's your baby, you know? And this is the part where you kind of have to bulletproof yourself. And that's why reading so you're getting smarter on certain topics but the audios are a big key because those are kind of like your friends like while you're driving those are the people that are the people that you want to be maybe if those are who you're listening to or even just like I know you aren't big about this as much as I am but like I try to listen to at least one thing that's positive in the morning um what even the fuck does that mean well no because you're what always the fuck? Just, no, no no you listen to positive things but you're like Today I does want like funny or something, but like my one of my staples is just a positive like five minute spiel. I need that little like, I don't know. I need that little friend. Once the mic is on, you throw me under the bus. I did not. I'm just saying that's my routine. And sometimes he says I'm silly. Be selfless. Sometimes he says I'm silly for always talking about my law of attraction and stuff. But I'm I think you're watching. Out. Okay, fine. I'm okay, fine. This shit out. You're yeah, because it's nice. Committing to your goals, and. Now, like I said, it's your baby, so no one can touch your baby, right? So this might mean you have to cut some ties with some people who are trying to knock on your goals. You know, there's, like I said, the first thing that we were saying is when you go into a business for yourself or try to do your own thing, it's why is it so unsupported? Like people will post on Facebook, just got this new job. I'm like the whatever, the manager of Dick's or something. And then someone goes, starting my own business, they get three likes, and the manager gets a thousand congratulations, like for a, you know, like a nine to five. I see that all the time. And it's like, why does no one support the person who's putting themselves out there and trying to do their own thing? Like, I don't know why it's so unsupported. I don't know if I'll ever understand that. But there's also, uh, uh, to add to that, the, the idea that we're not necessarily doing things for other people you know yeah maybe they think it's somewhat yeah. selfish but i think you have to be selfish no i'm not saying don't be selfish but i'm just saying that uh, sometimes if we want to receive f- congratulations whatever we should probably give it i know me personally i never and i'm still i'm shocked to this day this is such a dumb example but i never wish anybody a happy birthday oh see i wish everyone one fantastic but uh <laughs> no i think my point is just the fact that i I, it's really it's really like a shitty thing to do and then I get mad if I don't get people wishing me one you of know of course you have, like scratch somebody else's back they scratch yours right. you have to give out some stuff at the beginning and you have to support other people like I said like so you support the and plumber in the BNI very, group very difficult to do it is to hard maybe no I, I think <laughs> well yeah because I think people are inherently self-centered and mm-hmm. selfish mm-hmm. so to support somebody genuinely support them mm-hmm. takes more out of you than to just sit back and be like fuck that guy fuck that like that's stupid sure but uh, yeah like i said at the beginning like i found more success when you when you do like i don't know you are supportive of other people for other things that comes back around so even at the beginning you're wishing all the happy birthdays and no one's giving you any eventually everybody's wishing you one for yeah you just absolutely. have to 
for yourself out there. But um, but like I, I was saying, no, sorry. Some people are not going to support you, and it's gonna it's hard to be have this kind of mindset in a world that is so stuck in a routine. Um, so keeping yourself bulletproof and kind of surrounding yourself with people who are on the same journey or can know what you're talking about is really important. And not yeah. letting those people get inside of your head because it's very easy to let people talk. Like, they're like, how much money have you made this year? You know, like, well, if you were working, you know what I mean? Like, you could have mm-hmm. made that. Or, like, why are you choosing to struggle if, you, like, for your silly business? Or, you know, like, there's just a lot of mocking when it comes to starting your own thing. So. Right. And I, to, to add to that, I think that level of bulletproof it needs to be accompanied by a lack of sensitivity to critique or because you know what let's be real some of our biggest critics say the meanest nastiest shit but it's probably the most beneficial Mm -hmm. sometimes they're right yeah but you know and we can't always have this i'm right all the time because it's my baby thing going because Mm -hmm. frankly there are people that will be like hey this kind of sucks and it's like fuck you know what they're right this sucks no my mind just like protect the baby yeah no i'm not saying like shit on your ideas but i'm also saying that that whole idea of uh you know, just utilizing things for what they are, mm-hmm. I think, more so. Because if somebody knocks your your idea, the first thing I would do, I mean, I, I can only speak for myself because I know myself better than anybody else, is I would take something personally, 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I said the bulletproofing. And it takes a while to not, get I, to that point. I don't know if you would ever truly be bulletproof in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, because we are humans and feelings play such a huge part in things you know the whole idea of mixing or having the idea of like oh there's no hard feelings this is business that's bullshit because feelings and how people feel about things are the number one factor for their action majority Mm -hmm. of the times think about the reasons some people overeat think about the reasons that some people have eating disorders think about the reasons that some people work the job they do is because they feel comfort or they feel you know, happiness from certain things or they are afraid of certain things. Like those are feelings. Those are feelings that you cannot ignore. And you know, like some of the most hardcore business people in the world can do cutthroat deals and whatever, but I'll never be at that point where I won't feel certain things based on, you know, what other people do or say, Mm -hmm. because that's, I, I am an emotionally driven person, you know, and I take things to heart. So my, I, the bulletproof idea for me would not necessarily be I'm impervious to things. It would more so be I can understand what they're saying for what it is. I, I can actually see through their words because I'm like, okay, who is this person speaking? And right. what do you think is going on in their head? Mm-hmm. Because if that, someone's just on YouTube and goes, you know, homo like or trolling. something stupid, yeah. it's like, wow. Oh, Th- I, but I see it as thank you for watching my video and taking the time to comment on it. <laughs> thank you. Because frankly, like I, I, it's like, all right, well, you watched it and you liked it or whatever. You didn't like it, but mm-hmm. it's still, you know, my own personal thoughts on that. I, I just coming from a counseling background versus yourself with more of the business background. I, I think it's, it's nice to blend the two because forgetting that people are people and they will act sporadically and crazily sometimes because people are people like like that's no first yeah i mean you're in the people business whatever you go into eventually you have to deal with people so right um yeah not i mean not bulletproof in the way that yeah nothing reflects off of you and you don't take things into consideration more so of just like don't let anybody change your goals and like don't let anybody get into you that deep that like they just change what you want out of life yeah i agree protect this house which I, which I think why that's one of the reasons that our relationship works so well, just me and Amanda, is the fact that we are very different. We are if very... If you can't tell. Right. <laughs> you know, Amanda is very type A. Mm-hmm. You know, she is very... I'll be the first to admit ...goal-oriented and at some times <laughs> thick-headed. Sure. <laughs> I can see the dander kicking up right nope. now already. I know no, the, but the attributes of a type A. at the same time, type B can be lazy, can be, you know, right. uh, kind of a mope sometimes. Sometimes you need the dreamer and the realist. I think those make a perfect relationship because right. 
the dreamer is kind of like this balloon that's just floating and the realist is kind of just holding on at the bottom like keep you grounded and but sometimes but you, you can, need the person to say no we can we can have that like don't yeah, think sometimes that the that's balloon out of kicks our the, kicks yeah the, or know, like the whatever I in, the, in the air right because whenever he says um he'll say a lot like oh i hope so or something i'm like no this is happening i'm like this is a non-negotiable like we'll look at like houses or something and he's like oh i hope we could have that one day i'm like no we'll have it i'm like yeah like and so you need that person who's up here, but you need the person who's like, okay, let's look at our finances and realistically see if we can do this. And I'm like, no, I know we can. But yeah, Sometimes I, you need I, that like unwavering. Absolutely, I, I agree you know. with that. Uh, when it comes to hoping for things, I think my vernacular is uh, is uh, not the same as yours. Uh, my hope is not necessarily, oh, maybe that'll happen. It's like, oh, yeah, like that's the okay, yeah. You know, exactly. it's not necessarily. So I think I take the word hope, and I'm like, nope, you can do it. Right, no, and, and yeah. I think you t- it's you definitely do take things very like literal. Yeah, you know, and we have gotten into fights over yep. single word usages yeah. and sentences. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, right, and 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 it's and it's de- we're we very have very different. different ideas of what words mean. That's absolutely, for sure. and we have both come a very long way, even to be able to do this podcast and not kind of rip each other's faces mm-hmm. off. <laughs> it's a good balance. It is. Absolutely. I agree. Well, because you can't have two dreamers who don't have, like, their feet on the ground. Sure. Like, yeah, I'm just going to go. I'm going to buy this house. Like, with what money? You know, to, like, right. so. Um, or it's, it's like, okay, balance. we can afford ramen noodles. It's like, no, 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 no. We can, we can just, let's, let's splurge here. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, for time a night, and place. You know. Things, so. so I think that's, and I think having a, a solid team to bounce ideas well, off that's of. where I was going with the bulletproof thing is like surrounding yourself with people that you feel comfortable like sharing these big ideas with who aren't going to knock you down so you have to change your circle sure because um, I really think that you are made up of the five people that you spend the most time with so if you kind of look in your life right now and think of who those five people are that kind of invade your not invade because they're your friends but like those people who you give your time to and that's what's in your head all the time the way they talk and right. their habits you have pieces of them like there's no way that you're that different if you hang out with those people Mm -hmm. so you have to assess the five people that you hang around with most and see if those are people that are gonna hinder or help where you want to go in life and if you have to make some cuts you got to make some cuts like I love you but right now I have to I have to build this thing because I have to I have to pay off my student loans by 2025 and I can't be going out with you every night of the week because it's costing me you know what I mean I need that money to go to my student loans right if that's your goal whatever that was the example but yeah no absolutely. sometimes you have to be a little you need to find people that compliment you mm-hmm. you need to find your other half of your puzzle piece you know we're all different shapes sizes whatever think different things but if you can find someone that lines up nicely with what you feel what you think and what you're what you're doing uh, you'll just find more overall success in everything you do you know because I mean, for me, and I, I know we don't like to share too much personal information, but for you guys, it's different. Uh, we complement each other very well. And Are you we, talking about me? Yeah, sure. Oh. Sure am. We complement each other very well, and Amanda motivates me at times when I would not be able to motivate myself due to the fact that she is so strong-willed and knows what she wants. But then there are also times when I either motivate her or can mm-hmm. relax her because yeah. the type a thing like, doesn't shut off never shuts off yeah. so there are times where i just grab her face kiss her and i go stop yeah <laughs> like stop yeah. because we all need balance and our relationship balances well due to the fact that she's revved up ready to go and I can kind of be the break sometime, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of relax. But I'm also jumping on that gas pedal when yeah, it's go time. Yeah, and vice versa. You know. It's a good balance. But it is really important to be able to make sure that's something that's a um, non-negotiable thing in your life. For, for sure. sure. That, I mean, it sets the pace for everything. You know, and I'm not saying that you need to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever to be a motivation for you it should just come it's a complimenting thing it's the idea that you're both in a position that help each other and that you like spending time with each other and uh you know it, it's it's just a good it's just build yourself around positive relationships but yeah. like you, get, you, you get can't t- grow in, in a relationship that like friendship or significant other that isn't necessarily on the same right track so as much as you would like it to be. So what we have. This is our nine minute mark. Nine minute mark. Okay, perfect. So we'll just chat for a few more minutes. Um, so yeah, I, I, 
I think that I am lucky lucky enough to have found somebody to spend. Ooh, this is getting deep. Ooh, I'm like, I'm like, what's Ooh. happening here? <laughs> you, you call this my, is as new this to is me as you guys. <laughs> I told you I had no idea what was coming out of this talk. So no, he's I, on his I, own agenda. I am just very thankful that I get to be with somebody that I love so much and that I care for, oh, and babe. that you know I get I get to build something with. And you know what? I I hope everybody gets. And I said hope. And I know that th- there was a button that went off in Amanda's head. I just said no. You find that person. Yeah. <laughs> right. So don't hope for it. You go yeah. out there and you find them. <laughs> you. Find, so. And don't I, stop till you get it on. Right. Perfect. Ooh. No. But I, uh, <laughs> I I really do, for everybody listening to this, you know that they that they find what they're looking for, who they're looking for. And, and I don't think it's too late pace. to start. So if you are Start right now. older, you know what I mean? And you're like, nah, I'm already 50 and I've, I've gotten into my routine, you know, and it's, but you're miserable. Like start tomorrow, change one little thing. And I don't know. I don't think it's ever too late or too early to start. And I think you just have to kind of put that one foot in front of the other every day and take action. I agree. So that's pretty much what we got. This was our in-car podcast. I don't know what episode it is, but it'll be in the show notes for sure blasting up all over iTunes all over our websites and whatnot. I'm currently in the middle of uh, reformatting my website so you'll have to find the links Me in the too. show it description for either of us <laughs> and um, yeah that's that's all I got. Amanda any last words before I close her out here? I am good baby. You are good. Perfect. Alright guys as always lift heavy, laugh hard, live your damn lives and go out and do the thing you want to do. That's all I got. Uh, wish us a safe trip, and we'll see you guys when we get back home. All right, later. Bye. Press that red button.